How you doing? It's Fort Worth Camera coming at you on our continuing podcast. It's the middle of June and a lovely day. Actually, the the weather been has been great ever since we started this thing. No, no tornadoes, no torrential downpours. Hopefully that doesn't change now that I've mentioned it. But we are continuing our spotlight on the new ambassadors to our fourth camera ambassador program. And I am thrilled, hear that? Thrilled to uh, induct James Beastman Stokes <laughs> to our uh, Fort Worth camera uh, ambassador program. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. This is a part two. I'll, I'll say this is a part two because we actually did interview James once before, but there were some technical difficulties, probably mostly on my end. Technical difficulties meaning like I didn't speak very well or have the right questions or flubbed my lines, but you're back. I'm back. You're back, man. Now, if I can recall what we talked about, because honestly I didn't prepare, we talked about a, a lot of things. Talk about Little Beast Man. Yes. Maybe growing up in, uh, well, well, we'll get to that in a moment. Your marketing skills. Yes. And uh, your overall skill as a filmmaker, because you were recently featured at Fort Worth Focus during the Fort Worth Photo Fest at the IMAX uh, across the street from us. Tell us about that evening. Uh, it, it was a great evening, first and foremost. You guys put on a great show. Thanks. Uh, I want to say uh, just everyone that participated in the show did a great job. Uh, I really got to see what Ford had to offer, what the DFW, what Texas had to offer that night. And it really showed me a lot as far as myself because I was always wondering, like, how does it look on the big screen? Every time I see my work, it's on a computer or it's on a it's on a little screen, maybe a TV, but on the big screen, that really got my juices flowing, my creative juices going. Uh, and it just showed me that sky's the limit. The biggest of the screens, IMAX, it's real big. Yes, yes. Yeah. The sound was cool, too. So I'll, I'll say this. We are going to repeat that. Um, it, was a, it was a sleeper success. Yes. We had to talk about that. What do you think? What do I think about the success of the Film Fest? Yeah. Man, it was awesome. Okay, well, let's tell the whole story. Not to take away from your time. We'll make mm -hmm. it up. So um, this was the th basically the third strike to, put, to get this Film Festival off the ground. Mm -hmm. Uh and I can't say I put a, a ton of effort into it doing the first two times, but I wanted to do a film festival in order to spotlight the fact that we sell film or cinematic gear because we don't do a lot of that kind of business, and we want to. So I figured, well, what, what better opportunity to, to showcase that than to actually have a film festival? So we were going to have it in February. Mm-hmm. And that didn't happen. So I said, hey, let's just fold it into the Fort Worth Photo Fest. Made friends with the folks at the IMAX across the street. Made friends with the folks at the uh, Texas Film Commission and the Fort Worth Film Commission. And from there, we had uh, about 50 entrants, mm -hmm. uh, 50 submissions. Um, and we were doing great. And yours was one of them. And it was no question that yours was going to be in. And we ended up with 10 submissions and some kind of... Um, Auxiliary, no. Exhibitionary uh, submissions, too, because either they're like friends of us or whatever. Uh, we were doing great, giving each other high fives. The only problem is there weren't anybody, <laughs> there wasn't going to be anyone there to actually see the thing. So we couldn't sell tickets, even though I dropped the price from a whopping five bucks down to three. Mm -hmm. 
And it just didn't matter. No one was, at least not that we could see, was coming to, to see this event. And that's where uh, Greg, our engineer, comes in. And he and I worked together to produce a sizzle reel. Unfortunately, the sizzle reel didn't come until like a week ahead of time. And it should have been. Yeah, we probably should have done that first. Yeah, we probably had, should have had that months ahead of time, if not a year ahead of time. But it looked great. Greg, Greg gets all the credit for that. Well, you it, know what? I mean, let me throw in there. I mean, because I'm right in there with James. I mean, that was my little piece that I got to throw up on the IMAX okay. screen, and mm -hmm. that was it. Was just awesome, you know, seeing your your work on a how big is that thing? And it's like hundred feet across, or yeah, something. it's pretty big. It's it's huge, and it's that's just a whole different thing than seeing your your film on a computer screen. It's yes, it's cool. so so. There we were. It was a Thursday. It was Thursday, Third. May 17th. And it's Thursday morning, and Greg and I are scrambling to figure the details out of how to run this thing on an IMAX projector. And we're going across the street back and forth, and I'm running on vapor because it's at the end of the, the photo fest, and I'm not sleeping well. And I think I even <laughs> tossed my cookies that morning because I was <laughs> nervous. And Greg was, you know, doing all this behind-the-scenes work at home, and then here at the the store, you know, mixing up all the the clips. It was cool. It, it was it was great. And then he he finished it and it looked amazing. Yes, and, he did. But even up until, <laughs> I mean, five minutes before we opened the doors at 7 p.m. at the IMAX, still working on it. We're still working on it. We're plugging stuff in and yeah. making making the sound work right and testing out wireless microphones. And we had walkie-talkies because it's four stories tall mm -hmm. instead of running up and down. The logistics of doing this, I think we realized uh, we were way in over our heads at 7 p.m. <laughs> we probably had no business doing this. <laughs> and I think we sold maybe a total of like 24 tickets. And it's a 400-person auditorium. So how do you fill it up? Okay, how do you fill it up? So uh, someone down the stairs said, okay, open them up. And so we opened up the doors and shy of 200 people start walking in. Nice. Hooray! Nice. You know, it's the miracle of, what do we call it, the PhotoFest miracle. Focus. It was awesome. I, I was not expecting that many people to, to fill that place up. It was great. It was pretty cool. And we had vendors in the lobby, and it was mm -hmm. a, a great event. Um, it just wouldn't be great though, without the high quality submissions of people like you, James. So, thank you. You're welcome. Very welcome. I thoroughly enjoyed the Beast Man piece. Oh, man, it was great. Thank you. Thank you. So, let's let's cut to the chase. We'll get back to Little Beast Man in, in Wisconsin. Okay. But um, tell us about your connection with filming boxing. With filming boxing, uh, I started... It's been about two years. I just walked in the gym with my camera. I needed some uh, footage. I was like, I just want to get footage and just uh, practice some editing. And I went in there and I made a video for Reyes Boxing Club. Uh, it took me like a night. I edited and put it on their, uh, on their Facebook page. And uh, they saw it and they said, hey, we like your work. And then they introduced me to different fighters, professional fighters. And then I just started traveling with uh, his name is Tony Lopez, Tony Lopez from uh, he's at FHG Boxing now. And that's how I got started. And it's been history ever since that. So your submission at the Fort Worth Focus Film Festival uh, 
was entitled I Am Tony Lopez. Correct. And you had him shadow boxing in the Fourth Water Garden. Yes. Running around. Yes. Probably could have gotten in trouble for that. But oh well. <laughs> maybe. Uh, maybe. Whatever. Hey. It's better to ask uh, for forgiveness than permission. Is that how that works? Yeah, that's how it works. It's better to ask forgiveness than... No, no. <laughs> I think you got to reverse. I had to reverse? No. Well, I think it's I easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. It, whatever. Yeah, it worked. Whatever. It got it you up on yeah. the big screen. That's yeah. all that matters. And before that, though, you've actually helped us out, too. You actually helped produce a small little um, commercial, essentially, for, for social media. And that story in itself is pretty funny. All I asked was... Uh, another Fort Worth camera ambassador, Brandon Cunningham, mm-hmm. he seems like he always gets mentioned in yeah. every single one of these. But I said, hey, can you come over here with your iPhone and like record me talking about something? Because that's how we roll. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't even we have all this fancy gear, but we still use the iPhone to yeah. promote our professional looking videos. With the exception of what Greg Woods does for us. We're trying to change that. OK, <laughs> we're getting better. We're learning. Um. And you and Brandon roll up with a drone and, you know, recorders and wireless microphones and lights and all this stuff. I'm like, whoa, 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 hold on. And it turned into something really cool where we went upstairs, upstairs to the roof. Mm -hmm. And yet we had the the forward skyline as the backdrop and it coming in and, you know, me talking about our educational department. And it was very cool looking. So we're going to end that. that that'll be the, the ending of our discussion of where you are right now. So let's okay. backtrack and, and talk about the development up until then. Um, you have great uh, influence over young people. Yes. I like and, to think that. Yeah. Well, you do. Mm-hmm. And I got to meet some of those young young men um, during our, our donation aid for Hurricane Harvey where we were accepting donations and, and having the truck down again by... Uh, Brandon Cunningham. We loaded a lot of this mm-hmm. stuff up into. Uh, oh, and, oh, Greg, you went too. I went, I went with Brandon on that. Awesome. Trip. That was a great. Nice. Trip. Man, we are so cool. We are. <laughs> cool. <laughs> well, anyway, you were part of that as well. Yes. Tell me was. about that organization that you uh, help teach. Well, I uh, teach over at Lena Pope Homes. Uh, it's called JJAEP, Juvenile Justice Alternative Program. I facilitate life skills class. And within that class, we talk about life skills. So a lot of times we talk about decision-making decision, decision making is big. It's very big because in um, when you're a teenager growing up, there's so many uh, pitfalls, so much peer pressure to do negative things. It seems like it's, uh, it's people think it's cool to be negative versus being positive these days. So uh, I just try to give them examples of how I made it out of, like, pitfalls of the inner city and uh just being able to navigate that situation and to become somewhat successful and try to give them kind of like the blueprint i never had the blueprint on how to uh be successful or whatnot i just decided that i wanted to do something different and i did so well you're doing a fantastic job does photography come into that discussion anytime with those kids yes it does it, it does it's funny you say that uh I actually showed them a picture of Little Beast Man. Uh, I showed them a picture of myself uh, on a family vacation to Niagara Falls. And in that picture, I had a camera in my hand. It was a Ninja Turtle camera. Nice. I kept it with me all the time. And uh, every vacation, I would have my Ninja Turtle camera taking pictures, taking pictures. And, And it's funny how things come full circle. 
And at that time in my life, I never knew I would be doing cinematography. I never knew that. I just knew I had a camera. I had to have it with me everywhere I went, and that was it. But now everything comes full circle. And I tell them, you never know uh, what life can bring you. And if you have a uh, if you have a goal or if you have a passion, stick to it, and you never know where it could take you. Your your marketing prowess mm-hmm. is undeniable. It's obvious, mostly because you have merch. Yes, you got you got swag. You've got a little bit. A yeah, little bit, a little bit. I need a beast man hat. Yeah, man, you've got. I can make that happen for yeah, you. Yeah, really. Uh, you got. A custom-made drone decal that says Beastman Productions for your drone. You've got hats, shirts, stickers. Uh, you got it going on. And that's something that you don't really find very often with, I'll say, uh, professional-slash-amateur mm-hmm. um, photographers, or in your case, cinematographers. Um, I guess it's a stupid question, but why not? Where did you, why did you start thinking about that? Because I knew uh, this was going to be my profession, and I knew I had to take it serious, and I knew I had to be visible. It's about visibility. People see you, oh, that's Beastman. Oh, they see the logo because it's so noticeable. They're like, oh, wait, that's Beastman's logo. So I made it my goal. Everything that I use, anything I wear had to have my logo on it. I said, why should I wear a tummy shirt where I can wear a Beastman shirt? Well, that's what I always say. Every morning I say, where's my Beastman shirt? Okay, exactly. I got to get you some more. You see, see what I'm saying? Exactly. Where's your McKenzie I'm, shirt? I'm, I'm dropping a hint right now. I see. I got you. <laughs> I picked it up when you dropped it. <laughs> so uh, that's, that's where, that was my mind frame with it. And my wife was like, everything doesn't have to have Beastman on it. I said, Duh. sure it does. Yeah, it does. Even you. Let's go get your Beastman tattoo. <laughs> Is that true? No, not true. Uh, okay. Not true. Well, next time. Yeah, next we'll time. have you in for a, a 2.5 uh, interview. So James Beastman Stokes, I wanted to officially recognize you as a Fort Worth camera ambassador. Thank you. No, thank you. You're welcome. And um, as one of our new ambassadors, opening up to 20 ambassadors rather than our, our, our first year of nine, mm-hmm. we are opening up to people that shoot more video or cinematic uh, subject matter. How did you get into... For, so from your, your Ninja Turtle camera to what you use now, and mm-hmm. feel free to mention whatever gear you use, okay. what was the transition from still photography to motion pictures? Um, this actually happened college. I was my junior year of college. Uh, I just saw a cinematography class. I was like, mm, mm-hmm. I'll take it and see what it's about. Um, and I did like a project on is like basically use a music use a song and make a visual to it any song you can pick and whatever i made the visual and uh, the professor he worked for pbs and he was like you're good at this i'm mm. like really He's like yeah you're good at this you're the best in the class at it i really didn't think anything of it so i went out and bought a camera i said i might be good at it so i just started shooting any and everything anything i can shoot and the transition from still to uh, for, to cinematography, it's it's really a different kind of transition because you can't say, okay, make that look again or walk that way or make that face again. Everything is real life, is real time. And uh, with that, I love doing that versus still shots because I feel like it's much more authentic. 
it's very authentic very because it's like that's life that's motion and you capture that moment you capture that moment it's beautiful when you capture it man i've been like i would do a shoot and i would see like a face someone made i'd be like okay that could be the the outro that could be the intro of the visual that i'm working on and it, i mean it, it's it's fascinating just to see it and just to film i love filming it's like nights when i get new footage when i have new footage it's hard for me to sleep like i'll be up tossing and turning like oh, i have this idea so i get up and go in the living room and i'll be on my on my phone putting notes putting notes in my phone knowing in the morning i'm gonna get up at six in the morning and go back to my office and start editing because at first I had my my uh, computer was at my house, so my wife would be like, "It's interrupting our life." I'd be up all night like a mad scientist editing and looking through footage, and now that I have my own office, I can kind of detach from that. It's very hard. It's very hard because when I know I have a shoot, I turn into a mad scientist. I research. <laughs> I research. I become obsessed with it, and then once I get new footage, I can't sleep. It's like a drug almost. It's definitely like a drug. I love it. Passion. Passion. I mean, that, that's if you if you lose the passion for, I mean, it just put on the shelf. It's not going to work anymore. No, it's not. And uh, again, that's the hallmark of uh, the Fort Worth uh, Ambassador Program. When you're raving fans, and you can be a fan of Fort Worth Cameron, that's great. But you can, it's more of less, well, m- more over being a passionate raving fan of photography and sharing that with the uh, the community. Mm-hmm. So for that, I thank you, and uh, welcome to the Ambassador Program. Uh, thank you, and uh, I'm definitely going to uh, blow the doors off. There we go. Full Worth Camera. Hey. Definitely. I, I have like it. S- so much. I can't really talk about it right now, but you're definitely going to see it. Secrets. Yes. S- Beast Man Secrets. That's going to be episode three, Beast Man Secrets. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's some good stuff right there. Final bonus question. Oh. And the bonus is there's no bonus. You don't get any prizes or anything. But final question. Does Fort Worth ever cross your mind? All the time. Especially when I want to unwind or relax. Uh, it's a very eclectic city. Uh, melting pot. Uh, it's less hustle bustle. It's more laid back. I love going down uh, by the stockyard. Just hanging out. Uh, I love going downtown. And just hanging out, uh, it's very just laid back. And that's my personality, laid back, uh, worry-free. Uh, and it's, it's just great views down here. And I would much rather hang out in Fort Worth than Dallas anytime. It's just uh, it's less chaotic. You heard it here first from a laid-back beast man. Yes. <laughs> Many layers to beast man. Thanks for coming, man. Uh, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. This podcast has been a presentation of Fort Worth Camera with locations in Fort Worth, Texas and Grapevine, Texas. The engineer is Greg Woods. I'm your host, Mackenzie Hughes. Please visit us at fortworthcamera.com or fortworthphotofest.com. And be sure to check us out on Facebook and Instagram.